Hi, welcome to the Mommy's Sippy Cup Happy Hour. My name is Andrea Berkey, and I'm here with my bestest of friends, Miss Janelle Byer, Sunshine Hopped, Angela Hain, and we are in the very lovely Mona Rose Winery here in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's right off of Packerland. I came walking in. It's the cutest place in the world. It's so adorable. And the lovely Craig. Now, what is your last name, Craig? Fletcher. Craig Fletcher is here with us, and he is the owner and creator of Mona Rose, and he's going to talk all about it, and he's going to share some wonderful wines with us. And I'm super excited, and I'm mumbling now. (laughs) (laughs) We're just very excited to hear about wines and start tasting. I know, and he understands our love for reds, so... We're just doing Spread red wines today. Yes. <laughs> it's a good day to spend a day. How do you know? All right, Craig. Well, what do we have first? The first one we have is uh, Melbeck. The Melbeck actually won a gold medal and a silver, silver medal in different competitions. Uh, that was one of the first wines I had produced when I opened up uh, eight years ago. So the one we have, we'll be tasting today is, I believe, a 2017. So it's got a little bit of age in it. All my reds are aged in oak barrels. Um, French oak. I don't need any other oak at this time because... The profile is much better. So, and some of the some of the oak comes from directly from France. Some of it comes from California to here. So they all impart different flavors, of course. Uh, the one thing with the Melbeck is it has a little bit of anise on the end of it, depending on what your palate picks up. That's what I pick up. And palates are, are very personal. Some people will pick up pick up that. Some can pick up cherry, uh, blackberry. There's all sorts of things that intermix with all the different uh, reds. So, well, it smells delightful. Thank you. I'm a huge Malbec fan, so this is this is super exciting for me. It's very smooth. Mm. Oh, oh this very is, good. This Ooh. is lovely. This is so yummy. I'm really enjoying this. So I'm getting a lot of, I'm not catching the anise so much, but I'm getting the pennies. So I, that's one of the things that I really enjoy about some like really good Malbecs is you always have a lovely penny. I don't know, like you're sucking on pennies. It's good. <laughs> I also feel like it tastes like it was aged in an oak barrel. Yeah, like it does. It just mm-hmm. has that earthiness to it. That rich. Yeah, yeah the richness. Rich, richness. That's a good way to put it. Ooh. You might catch a little bit of, uh, of lavender also. Oh. Or violet, excuse me, violet in there because sometimes violet will come out with uh, with Malbec also. Really? Mm-hmm. This a lot is times, wonderful. A lot of times yes. when I do a tasting, or if I do an event, like we do a, a barrel tasting event at the end of the year, uh, I will have like uh, violet flowers out because oh. that will actually you can you can actually pick up the, yeah, the flavor the flower. a little better. Yes. Mm. Oh yeah, that's oh, it. That's, that's interesting. Sense. Yeah, this is lovely. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. So so we have a, a a couple of guys sitting over here by us now. Who are these gentlemen here that are sitting with us? Uh, I don't know if I want to say who they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, there. Uh, I have a lot of very um, generous friends who volunteer bottling, doing a lot of the construction that we have done in here. They're just odds and ends that we pick up over time to make the, make it a better venue because we've uh, went through a lot of renditions, so to speak. Since we uh, opened up in 2013, we've expanded four times. Wow. We're out of space at wow. this point, so we won't be expanding anymore, but we're trying to utilize space better because you never have enough space in the winery. Well, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Huh? I feel like that's a good problem to have, though, because that obviously means you're successful. It's been, yes, very good problem. <laughs> and this year's been crazy, too, because people are getting out. And even last year was a good year by the fact that people still wanted to drink wine. But this year, 
it's going to eclipse next uh, last year pretty soon. So. Oh, I hope so. That's oh, exciting. So what lovely wine do we have right here? Because the color is just, it's beautiful. And you I can like tell it. that it's aged because it has like a lovely brown mm-hmm. to it. So what is this? This is the Sangiovese. Uh, of course, it originates in Italy. We, we use it for a blend also, but this is a standalone um, this one, this one had won a bronze medal, and I forget which competition, but it's one of the noble grapes because most of the grapes I use are the noble grapes that have been around for thousands of years. I think there's 16 of them. We use 13 or 14 of them at this point. Perfect. So it's been in a barrel for about three years, mm. and uh, we have actually about four cases that are from 2013. We have to break out someday. So I'm smelling a lot of um, blackberry. Yes, I, and I yeah, feel like yeah, I am tasting true. the vanilla. And it reminds me of a port wine, which I love port wine. Mm, so this is mm, this is yes. bringing me joy. <laughs> so yeah. this is this is almost like a dessert to yes. me. Like there is so much creaminess to it, and, and a and, great berry and berry. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Yeah. that was what I smelled initially. Mm. Was berry. Mm-hmm. It's got some good rich, richness to it. Also, the uh, vanilla, of course, would be the barrel, and uh, you get sometimes you get some cinnamon in that too, depending on. This particular barrel because they all change mm. a little bit. Mm. Depends on what part of France it comes from, basically. Mm. Similar to Eastern European, oak is more uh, spicy pepper. So where do you get your grapes from? My grapes come from the Central Valley in California. I have them shipped here in uh, juice form because I have 26 different wines. Actually, there's two in barrels that have not been released yet. Oh. So because I get so many different, have so many different wines, for me to do it in grape form, it would be very expensive and unaffordable. And the other thing is, I have some back issues, so for me to be, be pressing grapes, <laughs> I don't need to press grapes. I can get them in the, get them a little bit further along, and then I have to do all the other things with it. So, mm-hmm. okay, so now we're going a little bit deeper. What do we have now? Uh, this one, we're this one is going to be uh, Tempranillo, which is which originated originated, excuse me, in Spain. They do grow in California. That's where I get my grapes from, of course. So it, it it's really unique because. There's a lot of earthy flavors or earthy notes where you can get like leather, tobacco. Um, I actually can catch green olive at the end sometimes. I'm catching medjool dates, at, like on the, on, the, on the nose. Mm-hmm. It, and it could be, you know, it could be the jammy part of it. Mm. Mm. But, Ooh, uh, it's spicy to yes. me. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that character. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like I can oh. taste the olive now that you said that. Mm. I get mm-hmm. the next Yeah, it's like a lovely... It's one of those subtle hints you put out and people can find it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Once you say it, it's yep. like, this I is, don't know. I have some uh, oak staves that are boards that are in a uh, bourbon barrel, or not a bourbon barrel, a Cabernet Sauvignon barrel right now. I want to take, put a steak on those and you, and have that with this. I think it'll be really good. Oh, that would be a lovely. Really good, a really good combination. Mm-hmm. The pepper and the spice that you have in the steak and then what you're mm-hmm. getting from the uh, Tempranillo also. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see that. Oh, that's this wonderful. Very good. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh. So what got you excited about wine? Um, I started making wine at home in 2008. Okay. And I just did it because I wanted to, so to speak. I was doing some other things at that time. And about 2011, I had the, I could go back to school because I'm, I'm a veteran. I could go back to school through the VA. And my wife at that time had seen a, um, a report on a new program they were doing at NWTC in analogy, which is a fancy term for winemaking. So I was trying to decide what I wanted to do, so she, and that one seemed to make the most sense. Because when I first started making wine at home, my, my wife didn't like it, and uh, for the first couple of batches, and she started liking it, and then people started robbing our, our uh, wine cellar, so yeah. it must have been halfway decent, so um, it just was fun. And wine is generally a fun thing, and 
being from Wisconsin, I love drinking wine and well, yeah. everything anyway. So. This is lovely. This is very lovely. So we ended up opening up, opening up the winery in 2013 at the end of the year. Um, we started production before that, of course, because it takes some time. But it took the time for the barrels to actually age because now almost all the wines are three years plus in barrels, which we try to get to that point. And the wine is named after my wife, too. So it all works. I was surprised she wasn't here today. I didn't know she could come. But she also, oh. she has, uh, my stepkids are, are here right now, so she's pretty busy. Yeah, she's a busy lady. Yeah. Okay, this has such a beautiful color to it. It's ruby. It's got some ruby to it. You can see the aging on it, the oxidation. So it's been aged. It looks really pretty. It's very aromatic. It smells amazing. I know. I was just thinking it smells lovely. It it reminds me of like strawberries. I'm smelling a lot of strawberries. So what do we have? We have a a full body cab and the cab was uh, aged in French oak for three years and then bourbon barrels for about three months. Oh. So you get the the complexity from the original oak barrel, and then you get also the uh, the complexity from adding bourbon to it too, because bourbon barrels are different by the fact that they're one of one of them was a six year bourbon barrel, the other one was a twelve. So one was Elijah Craig, the other one was Evan Williams. So you have a little bit of both because we put them together and then we blend them before we bottle them. So yeah, that complexity and oh. and bourbon just brings out a little bit more. It's more robust sometimes. Mm, nice. um, definitely get the bourbon. Yeah, oh, yeah. I am, I am definitely tasting the bourbon. Mm-hmm. But in it, it's such a it's smooth. It's delightful. Yep. It's oh. the, the, the taste of is the smell of bourbon to me. Yes. So not the taste of bourbon, but the, the way smell. bourbon smells is now mm. what I'm tasting. Yep. So that, that really baking, yes. sweet, uh-huh. interesting characteristic. Mm-hmm. It's, this, this is, is a so very fun. complicated wine. I love it. And we had just... It took a while to decide to do this because I wasn't sure if I wanted to impart bourbon in my wine, but it worked out well, and it's we sold basically all except 42 bottles I think we have left up from December. So we have another run that will come out in about three months. But Lovely. Oh, this is gorgeous. Wow, yes, I'm loving this. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful color. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. Really great taste, layers of taste. So you there, get yeah. that. The initial taste is good. The middle taste is good. And then there's still that... The, the finish. Mm-hmm. So you get all three layers and they're all solid. Mm. And if you have a piece of chocolate with it, it's amazing. Oh, oh my God. If you have a second, I can grab a piece. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Let's do it. Why are we having chocolate with this? Explain to us why, because you were talking about it for a second there. Uh, chocolate will change the flavor profile basically because chocolate's got protein and tannins and protein sort of neutralize each other. So you get a different, you'll get a totally different taste from it uh, than you did before, just because it adds more uh, complexity, a little bit of intensity sometimes. Um, some people love it. It's just one of the ways, that's why dark chocolate oh goes God. so well with, mm. with, with red wine. Wow. That was it's del- completely different. Yeah. Completely different. That was delicious. It's I want. Almost even richer. That's like the I best know. dessert ever. Mm-hmm. I want this like in the middle of a chocolate. You know, I, I want know. that to be that surprise mm-hmm. middle oh, with yeah. that cherry. You know, yeah. I want it encased in wine. What <laughs> a fun beautiful. science project. And the, and the, che- uh, the yeah, chocolate will bring out more of the cherry and the berry and the uh, Cabernet Sauvignon too. Mm. It makes oh. it more like a chocolate cherry versus just the cherry that you would have in it normally. Awesome. That's amazing. So you said that it's because of the protein. So the, is that why the the dark, the deep reds are so good with steak? Yes. Like it's so the, crazy yes, good? The, the tannins mm-hmm. uh, get neutralized or they get accented by the protein that's in the steak, the, the fat or whatever. I a lot think of people fantastic. don't realize that. Yeah, that's, I didn't know that at all. And no. if you have a friend who doesn't like red wine, suggest they try it with chocolate or with the steak. You'd be surprised because uh, – 
people come in here. A lot of them. <laughs> that do might not be how I got started. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people say, "Why well, I don't drink red wines?" Well, if they're balanced, mm-hmm. you should be able to have them by themselves. Or even if you're not a red wine drinker, the balance should make it so it doesn't overpower your palate. Because yeah. wine should be something you can have without water. So. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love this. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. Thank you. It's fun. So we have finally. One last wine. Which one is this one? This is the uh, Merlot. Uh, this Merlot was actually awarded a, uh, a gold medal best of, out of 4,000 wines. It was one of 11 that got a double gold in 2018, I believe. Um, very you know, cherry raspberry. It's, it's mm-hmm. a longtime favorite of a lot of people. That's what they grew up uh, drinking. Uh, the only difference, we've been to Sonoma. We've been to Napa. I try to have more of a, more of a balance so you can have it by itself without having to have water with it. Because wine should be by itself instead of having to dilute it because you ta- you have uh, too much of a uh, sandpaper finish on your mouth mm. or in your tongue, I should say. So I, in general, don't like Merlot. But in the last couple of years, I've been kind of warming up to it. And I've only, I mean, there's a couple of places that I've tried that I've really enjoyed. And the smell right away, I already know I'm going to like this one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's beautiful it's got the the berry you can smell the cherry it's just gorgeous okay i haven't tried it yet hold on (laughs) it's very good and i would agree with you like i normally don't go for merlots i would totally buy this one it's very very tasty oh wow this is so yummy it's got a little bit of mocha in it also which helps yeah you go back to that shop and when you have the uh, vanilla Mm -hmm. from the barrel those things sort of accent each other pretty well oh this is lovely Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure I'm not using the right word, but I feel like it kind of softens it. So instead of it having so much of a bite, yeah. it no, melts. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you if something is too too stark, you can't enjoy it. It's uh, it's harder. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. like I feel like a lot of Merlots have that that little bit of bite to them, whereas this yes. one's got that. Yes. It's softened. I don't know. I can't explain. But it. It, it's it's delightful. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can really enjoy it, and you can taste it again. Mm-hmm. The the first the, like all the parts of it, you can taste all of them. Because uh, it just the wine lets you, and I feel like exactly. some wines don't let you. They just like kind of fight you for it. Mm-hmm. But with the ones that have too, I don't know what it is. They're but, too high in tannins, maybe yeah, too, or too, too yeah. yeah. That's, that's the balance part of that I'm referring to. A lot of times, excuse me, we were in uh, uh, Napa last year in uh, November, in, uh, uh, in January, and I like their wines very much. But sometimes they have so much tannin in that I can't enjoy them like I would like to because. I have to have something to eat or something to drink. Or if you are you go to a couple of uh, tasting rooms and you've had seven or eight samples, whatever, you're going to get really dried out fast. Yes. I understand yeah, that. That's yeah. One of yes. I notice there. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. That and makes sense. All of the reds that you've given us today, I haven't noticed either that very dryness that I've gotten from other reds. I think in the beginning when mm-hmm. I started drinking wine, why I didn't care for it. They were just way too dry for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Needed water afterwards, but all of the ones you gave us today were great. They're they're Thank so you. perfectly balanced, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that red wines could be so. It, it, it's it's almost like yeah. you meticulously took it apart, like, you know what I mean, and then yeah. put it back together. So, what exactly is it that I mean? How what is your process? Basically, picking out the nutrients and the tannins I want to add to it because tannins come from the from grape skins mm. uh, and and the stems. The stems are pulled off, of course. So. You can you have tannins you can buy that you can add to wine, the must in that, and you can balance them out over time. And also, depending on the barrel, depending on what falls out in the barrel, mm. as long as you can can keep it, you know, from intermixing with the with your wine, you you do pretty well. 
the other thing is being in Wisconsin, I know that a lot, Wisconsin was known basically for, frankly, wine that's not very good. It's oh, all, yeah. It's all sweet. And that's partially the reason why I don't use Wisconsin grapes. But if you look at, if you can find a way to balance out the, having something that's dry and full and robust and not having it so you can't drink it unless you're eating or, or whatever, it, to me, that's a much better product. Yeah. And that's worked out pretty well. A lot of people who, like I said, don't drink uh, reds, they will drink my reds because mm-hmm. they have the balance. They're very balanced. You're yes. like a mad scientist. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> Thank I you. Agree. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So Mona Rose, your wife is named? Monica Rose. Monica Rose. Yes. You must tell us about the, the lovely lady. Mm-hmm. Um, she's half Italian and half Polish. Perfect. So and does she cook a lot for you? She's a very good cook. Actually, I used to cook before we got married, and uh, she cooks now because she won't let me. So. <laughs> but uh, no, she's a lot of fun. She actually, uh, going going to Wine Palette, when I met her, she drank only sweet wines. Oh. Now she, now she doesn't mm-hmm. drink any sweet wines. Good for her. Um, she <laughs> I've kind of she, gone down that yeah, same path. Yeah, yeah totally, ma- totally matured in that sense. So. Mm. Nice. But, uh, she's a lot of fun, and uh, and we this she has her own business, so this is my business, but she helps out as much. So what does your wife do? Um, for those who live in Green Bay or local close, she has a, she does a town planner calendar. It goes, it's a, uh, advertising piece that goes out to 68,000 households in our area. Each okay. year people advertise on it and, uh, there's coupons and that type of thing, but she's been doing it for 25 years. I think it's been quite a while. Wow. How, how did you guys meet? Yes. Uh, I don't know if I want to tell you that. Oh, <laughs> well, that sounds uh, like a fun story. <laughs> I, I met her at something that they don't really do that much here. They do it in Appleton. It was called speed dating. Oh, sure. Um, but keeping in mind, I went there. I wasn't going to do it. I went there because a friend wanted to go, and I said, no, I'm not going to do it um, because I don't need this at this time. I'm happy. I don't don't want to get involved in this. But he wouldn't go unless I went. So I said, fine, I'll go, but I'm not going to participate. So I was at the bar just watching and that type of thing, and uh, – my wife, Monica, came in, and I uh, saw her right away, and she saw me, and she strategically came up next to me in the bar, and uh, we start, struck up a conversation, and uh, that's that's it. That is Aww. super cute. You, you guys met, quote-unquote, speed dating. Yes. <laughs> that is uh, super cute. Yeah, it was fun. She's, uh, she's an awesome woman, an awesome person. So. Oh, so how long have you guys been married? Uh, it'll be 17 years in November. Very Aww. nice. Wow. So how is it having two people who are running a business together in a household like how does how are the dynamics we've always done that so there's really we we can be around each other all day if we need you know a lot of times sometimes if i'm here all day too much then she's by herself because she depending on the time of year she may be just at home and she'd rather have have me around which is a good thing so oh that's kind of <laughs> cute but, uh, yeah, actually if you uh if you guys, a segue, if you guys are going, looking to do a trip next year, we're doing a wine cruise in uh, Italy. <gasps> in uh, November, wait, in wait, September. What? In September yep. of, of 2022? Yep. We're going to take a river, uh, river cruise down the Po River. So. Okay. So I'm thinking this is something that we need to do, ladies. Yeah, we can look into it. <laughs> yes. I would really be into it. That sounds like a blast. And we'll yeah. have to get more information yeah. from you. Yeah, it should be fun. We already have had some people sign up. As a matter of fact, we had a wedding here now, last weekend, the weekend before, and they're probably going to be coming along with some other people at the wedding. So Perfect. So you do have a very large – okay, so we only see, like, the tasting room yes. right now. So tell us more about your facility. Uh, if you look at the – when you come in, actually, when I first opened up, everything was in this room right here. And of course, <laughs> people can't see it, but anyways. So then we expanded the back. We have a uh, barrel room that has our barrels in it right now, and then if we have events, I can pull them out because we have cooking classes in that here too. So I – 
that's our barrel room. It fits, we've had up to 75 people in there. So uh, it's very easy to rent. We have a lot of fun and uh, you can do almost any event you want in that room. Perfect. And then we will have your information on our website so you guys can, if you are ever interested in booking like a, something for his tasting room or for the facility, we will have that information. Does, and, your, does yeah, your wife but, teach the cooking classes? No, actually, uh, the chef who does it, his name is Ace Champion. He has his own TV show and everything. Nice. Oh, really? Um, if you go on Facebook, there are some videos from when he's uh, done the class here. He's very engaging, very good, uh, very down to earth. Very down to earth, excuse me. Very nice, nice person. Nice, he's got a great family and that type of thing. But we went, I met him about seven years ago. He was the first event I really probably had here. In this room right here, we had twenty some twenty four people for cooking class before. Oh wow! Before, wow. before I moved in the room next door. So. so, how often do you have cooking classes here? Uh, we usually have uh, monthly through fall, winter, and spring. Okay. So, All right. Perfect. And we do have a wine club. We have a barrel room where we do barrel tastings in November too. So. Very nice. So you have barrel tastings. Do you do any tours? Yeah. Anytime someone comes in, I have no problem showing them around. Nice. We do have a couple of things that you didn't taste yet. That we, one, will be, one will be released this fall of Barbera, and then either next year or the year after, Full Body Zim. Oh. oh I'll oh. be back. So we do things That's, that we try to exchange things. Yes, so, absolutely. I'm so excited about that. Yes. <gasps> That I sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. You, we both love Zen yes. very much. Actually, I think we all do. I love it. I know. And the bar- yeah. Barbera is really intriguing, too, because most people don't do it in the area. Oh, Once in a while, I do, oh, but oh. I uh, added that uh, last, no, two years ago. because the, the one we'll be, we'll be bottling has been in a barrel since 2018. So. Nice. Oh, wow, how exciting. <gasps> oh, that'll be fun to try. We will definitely be visiting you again. Yes, absolutely. So. And I, and I, I truly believe that um, your wines are going to be on our podcast a lot more. Well, thank you. Yes, because mm-hmm. they're fantastic. It's, yes. it's it's like a diamond that we've just unsurfaced, and I'm just so excited about it. How do we how do we get your wines? Do you do you distribute locally, or do we have um, to come here to get them? Here, I have some at festivals. Um, I don't distribute because I I, can't, I do part of it, but it's, I don't have time. Sure. So, yeah. but if you're in the area, if you see my car here, just come on. I just need a break for wine. You know, yeah, like, oh. there you go. <laughs> next time we should try whites because I can try to make whites fairly interesting. Well, we would love to have you on our podcast again. Mm-hmm. We, and we can just do like whites. Yeah. That, that would be wonderful. Fun. Well, someone like port. You like port? I do. Uh, we mm. could do a port also and try the chocolate because the port okay. is. Uh, okay. Uh, chocolate, cho- chocolate cherry port. It's not, it's not uh, fortified, but sometimes you don't need that because. Then all you're tasting is the alcohol versus the grape. So, see, and I'd be in for that. I would, uh, I'd you be know, very I interested. am. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, I I'm, most of us are not big into sweet wines, but I can do a port as a shot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's it's a, I consider it a dessert. I do too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Craig, thank you so much okay. for letting us come and invade your space. Oh, thanks for coming. I, I, it, we literally invaded his space. Like, we <laughs> just put our stuff all over the place. Now took over the entire space. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much oh, for welcome. having us. This has been so delightful. And I just hope that more people try your wines because they are amazing. Very much appreciated. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can't thank wait you to come so back. much. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. This podcast was recorded adjacent to my hubby's man cave in the outskirts of Green Bay, Wisconsin. All of the Mommy's Sippy Cup Happy Hour music was written and recorded by yours truly, with vocal accompaniment by my wonderful children. Special thanks to the sponsors and co-hosts of the show, Janelle Beyer, Carolyn Shuffle, Sunshine Hopped, and Angela Hain. 
And very special thanks to Craig Fletcher from Mona Rose Winery for his knowledge and winemaking wizardry. None of the products are sponsors of this show. We just talk about our favorite things. Please visit us on our Instagram at Sippy Cup Happy Hour, on Facebook at Mommy Sippy Cup Happy Hour, or shoot us an email at FOURMomsPodcast at gmail.com. 